set. Places, everybody. And action. You're listening to Black Girl Film Club, a podcast where two black women discuss movies. I'm Brittany. And I'm Ashley. And on this week's episode, we're discussing Skate Kitchen from 2018, directed by Crystal Moselle. So we're back at it again, doing more sport. Sports in isolation <laughs> sports in isolation bro the world has changed drastically since we recorded our last episode quite literally i didn't realize it was like the next day after we recorded bend it like back <laughs> shit changed people. overnight girl and i keep saying that literally once the nba stopped it's like people woke up out of a daze. Not everybody, obviously. But some people woke up out of a daze and was like, oh. Maybe we should take this shit seriously. <laughs> and I'm like, where y'all been? Uh, yeah. I don't, people... watch, I don't watch the news, like the news news. So I don't know like what people are getting nightly versus what I'm getting every other second on Twitter, <laughs> but, oh, just to see it, I'm just like, oh, shit, y'all. Please get uh, together. So, we're giving you these quarantine, well, not quarantine, we're giving you these isolation hits. We're not in quarantine. You, uh, we're, we're, both, we're both doing uh, all right. Um, yeah, you know, I had a little exposure, but I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> Might have a dab think- of exposure, but I'm fine. Oh, yeah, you work with the public, and I yeah. work with people who are, you know. <laughs> One of my coworkers is like, I'm still going to the gym. I've already set it up. I get it. I'll get it. And I'm like, okay, well, what the rest of us? <laughs> the rest of us got to go home to, you know, our families and shit. I mean, once you, once you get that note, like, hey, BT dubs. I was exposed. I was exposed. Surprise. And you'd be like. <laughs> yeah. I mean, at this point. It is what it is. <laughs> right. I was just like, it's not going to be just like one or a couple cases or whatever. I was like, at this point, like, it's just figuring out who got it and who don't. <laughs> and, and managing that. Because mm-hmm. she's here. The Rona is here to party. But she's not stopping this show. She's We've always not. been uh, a, a more of a, a DIY <laughs> podcast. So uh, we've been doing this from home. <laughs> yeah. And this hasn't stopped my routine as someone with a chronic condition anyway. <laughs> so <laughs> shit ain't changed for me. <laughs> I've literally just been home. Like I took my monitor home and everything. And so I'm, I'm pretty good. Um, I think this is like the start of the second week for us, or for me at least. So, um, I mean, I'm chilling. Uh, I went outside today and the world pretty much looks exactly the same, except for a lot of restaurants are not open. <laughs> but other than that, uh, shit don't look like slow down uh, down here in the D <laughs> at all. 
but you know, that shit might change. You never know. Um, but I mean, let's not get doom and gloom. We didn't mean to like fuck up sports, but now that they're fucked up, <laughs> we're going to talk about some cool sports, I guess. Some things that aren't on uh, the Ocho or whatever the hell. You know, Is we don't get on the Ocho? I don't. What, fucking, ch- what, what? channel plays uh, the X Games? Is the X Games still a thing? I don't know. We got to check in with Tony Hawk and see. You know is what? Tony Hawk still a thing? Fucking Sean White. Tony Hawk. Tony Hawk is still a thing. Winter Tony. Have you seen that that tweet? It was like, uh, it's it's um Wesley Snipes from New Jack City about to shoot somebody, <laughs> and it's like when I gotta shoot Tony Hawk <laughs> in the race war. And Tony Hawk retweeted. It was like, well, thank you for the hesitation. <laughs> I mean, I feel like. As far as skateboarding, my first exposure to skateboarding outside of Bart Simpson. Bart Simpson, what you know. A Bart pioneer. Simpson, a white man, was... Bartholomew, do not do Bartholomew, Bartholomew Jojo Simpson. Simpson is a white man. Well, he's a young, young, forever young white man. Because <laughs> ain't no way in the world... Bart could be acting like that and not be he's white. He's also a 10 year old child. <laughs> Ain't no way he could be doing he's the stuff that Bart does. Yellow child. Let that could yellow be... child live. Mm-hmm. Bart is a white But boy. I think that's, I mean, what skateboarding is kind of, it's kind of had a weird history. Um, yeah. Because it has a pretty long history, but I think even now it's still not, you know, really consider it a sport necessarily. People get in trouble for skateboarding pretty damn near anywhere. Um, so it's mm-hmm. it's still kind of a an outlier, although a lot of people like the, the, the I guess the subculture and the fashion involved. Because um, even when I was watching this movie, I was like, bitch, I would wear that. I would wear that. I would wear Same. that. Same. <laughs> and like, these girls all are all like in their late teens. Early 20s. But then when you look at it, they're also wearing the same things that skaters wore in the 90s, too. Well, that's come back, too. Like, Mm -hmm. these are all the girls, at least when this movie was filmed, I think all these girls were either in their late teens. Some of them were probably at the most, like, 22-ish or something. So, um, maybe 22, 23, maybe. But um, the 90s has, like, They've made their resurgence, you know, and of course, like, if you weren't really alive <laughs> to see, just like the 80s, the people who try that 80s stuff, and it don't, it don't always curl over, but I mean, I liked, I liked a lot of the clothes, there's a couple of outfits that I was like, oh, that's kind of cute, like, I totally would have wore that, and, and that kind of thing, and I never got into skateboarding like that, I remember my cousin had a skateboard, I stood on it once, and almost fell, <laughs> Oh, I definitely, I used to do rollerblading a lot. I used to be extreme in my youth, mm-hmm. mostly because I wanted to be like Chrissy Yamaguchi, but I didn't have access to ice skating, so I did rollerblading. Yeah, ice skating is a, that's an expensive <laughs> hobby. Yes. So I did a lot of rollerblading. It was the 90s. Um, and I did try 
to skateboard, but I busted my ass and I didn't want to break any bones. So that wasn't a thing for me. Right. I didn't even think about breaking bones. I just was like, didn't really want to. This is, I don't know. I didn't have any balance then. I don't know how I would do now. I mean, I'd probably be a little bit more worried now because I could actually break a bone. But at the time, I was not really a balanced <laughs> child. I don't even know if my cousin still really kept up with skateboarding and stuff like that. Um, but yeah, like, I mean, as far as the history of it, it's pretty interesting. Um, but this is probably one of the few movies that actually focuses on uh, girls in skateboarding and non-binary people in skateboarding because I believe one of the actress uh, actors in this movie is non-binary. I'd have to double check. Um, but yeah, usually it's it's all like super like male focused. Um, and you know the kind. <laughs> like, it's very easy. I mean, like I feel like in the 90s it's always kind of like more like a like a dumb dumb skateboarding type kind of like the stoner type although they're these girls definitely stoners in this movie um but there's like a you know the type you know what I mean like there's always like in every sort of young adult movie there's always like the jock and the pretty girl and the outcast and then the skateboarding stoner who's kind of an idiot like what's his name? Breckenmeyer and Clueless. Yeah, like a what was his name? What's his name? Travis. I think it Travis was Travis Birkenstock. Travis. <laughs> what? <laughs> his name was Travis Birkenstock. I swear. What? You don't know that? No, I didn't know I... his last. His fucking la- his name was Travis. Bitch. Travis yeah. Birkenstock. Oh my god. Yeah, that's the that's the funny part about it. (laughs) 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 So, um, so, yeah, I mean, what do we as far as I guess we should say the the synopsis of this movie, which is basically um, a young skateboarder um, from Long Island. Her name is Camille. Uh, she is kind of like a loner. Um, she goes and skates at like her local skate, uh, park, but she doesn't really have any girls to really skate with. And one day she, uh, decides to go meet up with these, uh, skateboarders from this group called Skate Kitchen, um, which are like an all, I guess, all girl, um, skate crew, and she befriends them and she kind of has like a, uh, she kind of grows and, and becomes more of like a confident girl, a confident skater. But then she gets into some, some shit <laughs> regarding a boy. Cause that, isn't that just the way, um, which I like, I mean, this has, this has a pretty good similarities to, um, to bend it like Beckham. And this actually has a lot of similarity to like other movies that we've mentioned. Like, of course, like Whip It. And, um, oh, what was the other one? Why can't I remember? Stick it. Whip it in and stick it. Whip <laughs> it and stick it. Oh. Yes. Whip it and stick it. And, um, and the fact that like, you know, your parents don't want you to do this thing and you kind of start off as being 
maybe a shy girl, not necessarily would stick it, but definitely, you know, you're at odds with your family over this thing you do or you don't want to do, which is, of course, like a a standard thing in, in young adult and coming of age movies because that's that's growing up and that's kind of how you figure out your way in the world and like since like this is my technically first time watching this movie i started watching it a calendar year ago and get you some adderall <laughs> I I really honestly think I might need it because my I attention span you... is trash. Like it's really it's... really bad. It's you're like a like squirrel, like like uh, like Doug. Friends. Like it's so uh, bad. It is so so bad. Um, but I started watching this literally like last year, and something happened, and I stopped watching it. But I did like it when I was watching it. Um, <laughs> but it just like stopped. But for my first official watch, I really enjoyed it. Um, but to talk about it, when I was watching it this time, I felt like this would be a contemporary Bend It Like Beckham. Uh-huh. For, for sure. Um, yeah. For the new, for the new, new. Yeah, for the for, late uh, what late nineties babies. Yeah, for Gen Z. Yeah, because yeah, they would be Gen Z. Um, but with doing research for this movie, what I found out, like what I thought was really cool, was these are not actors, with the exception of one and a half people. Um, Who is the half? I don't consider one of these people an actor. Who? Not? Are you talking about Jaden? Yeah, I don't consider that young man to be an actor. I don't know. He dabbles. You don't have to be... You know, that's the new thing. You don't have to be one or the other. You can dabble. He's not terrible. He's, he's I don't not really, good. I've never seen... I mean, none of, this movie isn't necessarily about being, like, an actor. It's basically... I know Jaden is a skateboarder, so this is something that he's familiar with. So it's more about the authenticity of it and, and especially how the whole movie's like concept was uh like came about because the director like found them on the train and she heard like overheard them talking and I think that's how she has found like her previous movie she's I think that's how they, she found the actors for her previous movie so I don't think it's necessarily like that like I'm not looking for him to be like you know but he also couldn't breathe authenticity to a person i feel like he could britney's so harsh i'm just keeping it one and a half viewings of this who was the who was the other actor um the mom was on orange is the new black oh oh yeah 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 yeah. i forgot she was daya's mom right yeah yes daya's mom on orange is the new black Mm -hmm. but i forgot i low-key forgot you know she's like a pretty big not big, big role, but she's like one of the few adults <laughs> in this movie. But what I thought was really interesting, like you mentioned, like all of the um, actresses and actors, like all of them were found on a train and they had no experience at all. Um, yeah, and they're just like girls who skate. And they did an excellent job. Mm-hmm. Like, even though they're technically playing fictionalized versions of themselves, that's not 
a skill that everyone can do. Like that's not something everyone can do. And right, you know, they you did the a really like, good job. You got the people who are like, yes, I am acting. Give me my board. <laughs> Anytime a camera comes up on them, but they're, you get the sense that these girls hang out in like real life, mm-hmm. um, which they do. Um, and I like the whole backstory. So we didn't talk about the backstory, like the whole thing. So the Instagram and the crew, um, the skate kitchen crew, like that's a real group of, uh, of skaters that skate, um, in, in New York city. Uh, they're actually doing like a, a, a TV show. Yes. Called Betty. Yeah. That's supposed to be on HBO. I haven't really looked into like what's about, but I was like Instagram creeping, it looks Yesterday. the same to be. It looks just like the movie, but like for TV for the people yes. who probably wouldn't have watched it in a theater. Yes, because I just watched the to- trailer today. I mean, I would be interested. I love, I love all this stuff. Like, <laughs> I love movies with girls in sports, and I love movies. I mean, I love shit set in New York. Um, it's all my. It's all my. It's all my wheelhouse. <laughs> it looks really so. like good. If it when May comes, Lord, when May comes, ooh, child, when May comes, when we're free, I mean, let us get through it. When we're free in May, I can't wait to watch it. Quite outside, I'm gonna take my TV outside. Free. Questionably free when Britney feels the sun's rays on her face. It's, I'm so glad we got a yard. This is so like, ooh, if I was in my old apartment, bitch, I would have been like, please kill me. <laughs> it's been raining. It's, it's been, been raining, raining. Here too. It's supposed to be, but you know what? Tomorrow's supposed to be 80 and sunny. And that's going to be. That's it is snowed, Ashley. It snowed the other day. It was 60 really, the day before and then it snowed. Oh, so the, the mother nature is showing out. She said, get, get out. I'm sick of this shit. <laughs> So, you know, when May comes, Uh, we're going to watch Betty. I mean, it hasn't, thankfully, TV shows haven't been rescheduled, unlike the multitude of movies that were supposed to come out in the last, like, two weeks or so, which I didn't really, I don't think I realized how many movies, I think we mentioned it a little bit, but I was, when you really sat there and you looked and see, like, how many things have been shut down and... And TV shows have been shut down as well. So, like, once we get over the hump of, of like, uh, summer, or I guess spring finales and stuff, like, once we get back to fall. Ooh, child. We're going to be making you know, up our own TV? Bitch, we're going to be, <laughs> like, those little puppets, <laughs> Punch and Judy puppets. <laughs> making up shit. But yeah, I think I think this should be interesting. I'm I'm hopefully it's not too chaotic like Euphoria or something because I see it's a teen drama show, but it's on HBO, so you never know. I've, at the same time, like <laughs> the amount of swearing, <laughs> I think half of them probably couldn't even like uh, couldn't even help themselves. So, um, but yeah, so the Skate Kitchen like moniker came um, originally from I guess her name is Rochelle. Uh, mm-hmm. who who plays Camille, the main character in the movie. She um, was 12 when she started skateboarding. And I think she would post clips of herself on YouTube, which when I was 12, I don't think YouTube existed. <laughs> but actually, it didn't exist. 
this? When did YouTube go in 2010 or something? Um, like, like it got popping around then, but I feel like it existed like a 2008 like or something. Yeah, six, yeah. seven. So, yeah, so you can see, like, they're pretty young, but, you know, they, they do what Gen Z does best, which is, like, use shit to their advantage. Um, so, uh, oh, 2005. I was in high school. Mm-hmm. I was watching YouTubes. I definitely was not. Way back then. Did I know what the fuck YouTube was? But so, Rochelle used to post her stuff on YouTube, and then another girl um, who plays Kurt, her name is Nina in real life uh she also was posting videos and so they found each other and you know they started like you know commenting in this movie or sorry on each other's um on each other's like uh youtube videos and eventually like years later maybe like when they were like 15 i think um they met up for the first time and they skateboarded and so they just been i mean it's basically was them too for a long time and then they started like, you know, other girls are kind of start trickling in or they'd see them with their boards and like, oh, I want to try that. Which the cool thing about this movie, the thing I really love about this movie is that there's all kinds of girls. It's not just white girls. Um, it's uh, it's black girls. It's like Latinx people <laughs> like it's not, you know, it looks like New York City. Like this movie looks like people you would see in New York, which is all kinds of different races of people. Um, but that's not what we would think of as skateboarding. Like usually, usually we think of it as like a dumb white boy kind of sport. So I think this is, this is something that's really important to see is just like girls, not only do girls skate, but like girls of color skate. (laughs) And, um, and so, yeah, so they made the skate kitchen moniker basically because I think, one of them got their video posted, like they would get their video reposted on, on, um, like, uh, like, you know, people repost videos, like, and guys would kind of comment like, oh, she should just stay in the kitchen. <laughs> so Rochelle basically turned into like skate kitchen as sort of like a play on that. Um, and they also have talked both, I think, about like how mainly Nina, Nina, I think, has spoken a lot about how. When she first was learning, she would learn with the guys because that was there was the only people she could find. Um, and for a long time, they wouldn't pay attention to her until she started getting good and like could you know do a kickflip or whatever. And then uh, eventually, she started getting better than them, <laughs> and they like started to shun her and they started to shit on her. And they were like, "Well, fuck you! Like a girl will never be a a, a great skater." And all kinds of shit. And they immediately felt threatened by her. So she decided like she had to find people that she could skate with that were girls. Because they could actually grow together and and get better. And it wouldn't be such a like a shit show of like people getting threatened and things like that. Feeling threatened by other people's like skill. They actually do stuff around New York and of course like on TV now and stuff like that. And it's really grown. And I think they still do like skate meetups. Um, and they try to like be, be there for like the, the new girls, um, like at the park and stuff and try to really like welcome them, which I think is also really important. Um, cause even if, you know, as much as we would like to like assume that, a, you know, a group of girls will be welcoming and it's not always the case. 
Yeah. For being, yeah, which sucks. Um, so I like the fact that they kind of go out of their way to be like, hey, good, like, you know, introduce themselves and stuff like that. Yeah. So, um, which I think is also kind of like a newer, a newer thing because, uh, I looked up like kind of like what Crystal's experience was like the director. And she said, cause she grew up in San Francisco and she's like, there's a skate culture there, but it was a guy thing. And usually the girls that were there were only there like at the skate park because they were someone's, uh, girlfriend. And, uh, and so it's like, there wasn't, there wasn't really like people like walking, welcoming girls like at the skate park and stuff. So, so I think it's changed a lot since she was uh, a youth. Inclusivity. It's a beautiful thing. I love it. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, I mean, I guess we can get into it. Yeah. Like, this movie doesn't, it has a lot going on, but it doesn't really have a yeah. lot going on. It's not, like, super plot-driven, necessarily. No. And what I I like... I actually really like that about it. Mm-hmm. Um, it's enjoyable to watch. Like, don't mind that it took me a year to watch it. That's just That's the just way Brittany. my brain is set up. But it's fun to watch. Yeah. It's, it's fun. Um, it doesn't start out fun. <laughs> It does not. <laughs> because uh, Camille dang, damn near gets a coochie bus so painful. Bruh. But I mentioned in the last episode that um, I used to play derby. I used to play roller derby. And so many things about this movie remind me of being in roller derby. Basically, a lot of the times, like having to feel like you have to prove yourself to the guys because roller derby is typically traditionally a a women's sport but um there actually are male leagues and the fucked up thing is that usually the men will start out bambi legs falling all over the place and then you know two three weeks later they're good and they're on like national teams and they're playing and they're you know like it's just a bullshit and you're sitting there like hugging the side (laughs) being like please i can't stand up so a lot of um a lot of times when we would skate with the guys, it was always kind of like you could see on their faces like they didn't really want to skate with you because you felt like they were you were slowing them down. Even though like you like there were so many times I would skate with people who like I had been skating before they had and they had come up and gotten really good and they kind of like looked down like you could feel like they were looking down at you. And then you had the ones that have been skating forever who definitely were looking down at you. And there's so many times in this movie when like the guys would like shit on the girls for whatever reason. I was like, oh, I'm... war flashbacks, kill mm. bill music. <laughs> I get so fucking mad. But Camille goes to her local skate park. She's very shy. She's very nervous. She's the only girl I think at this, at the place, like at the park. And she's trying to, you know, skate and do her thing and she fucking lands on that board. Woo, chap. Mm. Like. Mm-mm. Mm. So she gets credit carded, which I had to explain to Livy what that meant. Oh. <laughs> <Ooh. laughs> 
which is basically when the the end of your board lands right in your cooch. So the board is the credit card and you are the slot. <laughs> and it's so, girl, listen, you know how many times I fell on my wheel or Ooh. fell on somebody else's wheel? Ooh. Ooh. Most, most people get, like, in Derby, most people fall um, on their butts. Like, there's a whole thing called rink rash where people have fallen on their butts and get, like, a huge-ass bruise or, like, slid across the floor or fallen on their wheel or fallen on someone else's wheel. Luckily, I didn't have anything that bad, but I have seen some shit. <laughs> and it is always a close call. I remember a guy, like, he was one of those Bambi-legged, like, first-time, second-time skaters. And, you know, I'm I'm still learning, too. And I'm, I looked down at one point and this dude had fell behind me and his, his leg, his skate came up like between my legs. And I was Ooh. like, I was like, I will not skate with these people <laughs> anymore. <laughs> that's the other thing about the guys. The guys never get reprimanded for falling um, because you're supposed to fall a certain way in derby so you don't hurt everybody else because you're supposed to care about other people and make sure other people don't get hurt. Wink, wink. And... <laughs> They did not get the same instructions from what I can I could tell. Ooh. So I'm, I'm trying to fall in a little ball and stuff. And here goes, you know, Buster Keaton over here. Oh, no. Just okay. Brittany, I get mad that you didn't try it. <laughs> I maybe. Most I feel like most leagues don't skate with guys, but our league is one of those leagues that did. So that could, I mean, it's, I don't know if it's as common. Um, I would say that to some of it was a good situation and a lot of it was to our detriment. Maybe um, that could be a third quarter 2020 activity. It was just, it's, you would think, actually, no. As many times as people were like, oh, I don't want to go skate with a bunch of girls or I don't want to be in an organization in a group with a bunch of girls. The girls aren't usually the problem. It's usually outside shit. And a lot of it was from men in our case. Not to say that there wasn't any sort of like issues with people and stuff, but a lot of shit towards like the middle end of my time there. And I was like, this is... I'm counting all the all the scandals and gossip and somehow it's always the men's league and I don't know how you motherfuckers don't see this, but I see it. And I don't mm, want mm, mm. to be involved. Please keep that shit over there. I again I just want to skate. <laughs> so it was um it was an interesting time, but like uh yeah, getting credit carded. She had to get stitches. It's bad. Yeah, the little, the little boys over there think she's got her period. And it, <laughs> like, it's that bad. Like, she just, like, gush. Which, I mean, like, usually it's not like that. But, like, <laughs> that's why. You know, boys, as soon as they see blood, like, are you period? And she's like, no, it's not. Which, yeah, no. I know she, oh, that's, it's painful. That's painful. And I think that's, that's so a, I mean, that's, painful. That's a real life thing that's happened to her. It's happened to her twice. <gasps> ah! she, I think the first time she was all right, and the second time she definitely had to get stitches. Oh, baby girl. So, yeah, like, fucked up. And then she tries to go, like, she has to go get stitches and stuff, and she tries to walk home. I think she tries to skate home, and it didn't even work. I was like, you know what? You must love that board, because, like, I'd be like, well, fuck that. (laughs) 
I know a lot of people will be like, well, fuck that shit. I don't ever want to see that shit again. But she's still try, steady trying to get on there and, and skate home, and it doesn't work. And her mama has to take her to back there. Like, I think she has to take her back to, to the doctor to get her stitches removed. And she was like, no more skating. She's like, you could have, like, you know, what if you couldn't have kids anymore? Which is worth noting, her mother speaks Spanish. Mm-hmm. Um, and for, for the longest, I was like, I was like, well, like, she doesn't speak Spanish, which eventually she does. For the most majority of this movie, she only answers her mama back in English um, until, like, the end. And actually, like, Rochelle's mother is Colombian. Because I was trying to figure out, I was like, does she speak Spanish in real life? Like, she, like, does she consider herself Latina or Latinx or... Um, so apparently she's at least half Colombian, which I thought was interesting. And like the, the mom kind of wants to ban her from skating. Yeah. She's just like, don't do that shit anymore. And this is kind of like her getting injured is kind of like the push from that. And like, we kind of see her interact with her mom a little bit more. Yeah. They don't really they have like a weird relationship where it's not as bad as like Jess and her mama or Jules and her mama but we kind of understand why their relationship is the way it is a little bit later yeah Um, she explains it in detail but like the mom like comes in and this reminded me of Jules and her mom and Bendit like Beckham Cause I know like around this time too in the movie, like the mom was like, Hey, why don't you get like some new clothes? Um, like I could buy you some new clothes. And she's like, no, don't worry about it. Like I like the clothes that I have. Like oh, so this is my her, style. Her tomboy clothes. Yeah. Cause she's got, she's more of like a, like a t-shirts and, and jeans or like kind of cute shorts, not like super short shorts, but like more of like your, Maybe like capri link kind of baggy shorts, um, and vans, of course, <laughs> or some sort of sneakers. Uh, she's got a really cute like style. Her mm-hmm. style's not as as rowdy as some of the other girls. <laughs> mm-hmm. But I love I love her clothes. I love her little like yellow shorts she wore. Those like kind of baggy yellow shirt shorts and and like her um, what was it like? It was like a polo or something. It was really cute. It was, like, what I would have wanted to wear when I was, like, younger. I was kind of looking for more, like, tomboy clothes to wear. I saw, like, a lot of cute outfits from everybody. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, the girls that she ends up, like, meeting, like, they have some, like, outrageous style. (laughs) Yes. Especially, like, I like Ruby's style. Ruby is like that. Like, her yes. real name. I don't know. Okay. I don't know if this actress considers herself. For some reason, I, I read somewhere that she said she was non-binary. Like, Cabrina said she was non-binary, but now I'm not say- seeing that anywhere. So mm-hmm. I guess until I find figure out otherwise. But basically, Cabrina's got them titties out all the time. Like, all the time. With little pasties. Yeah. Definitely a part of the... F- uh, oh, no, she... Yeah, so... Okay. Um, they consider themselves... They identify as a woman. Mm-hmm. I don't know why I thought non- non-binary. 
But I'm sure there's probably some non-binary skate babes out there. Um, <laughs> there, There's like this titty girl. You got to see this. <laughs> it's like a, a titty keychain. <laughs> what? <laughs> she makes art. No, I ha- okay. I gotta see it. I'm gonna send it to you, but um, okay. it's a definitely a, 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 a that's a that's a titty, and that is a brown titty. Oh, okay, okay. That's a brown person's, okay. that's a brown person's titty. Um, so uh, yeah, but there's some fun, there's some fun fashion. Um, so she follows the Skate Kitchen Instagram, Camille does, and she eventually sees that they're having a meetup after watching their videos over and over again. And she travels all the way from Wait. her house and like far I'm sorry. away. That's a titty coin purse. Is that a coin purse? It's a, it's a titty coin purse. Look like you know got a I little zipper it? on it. It's like a house. The house of Jack Mill. Stop. You know what? Stop. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing like watching that movie at 3 a.m. laughing. Anyway. I don't think it's funny. I don't. You know what? I, if you think it's funny, that means it's probably a horror. <laughs> so I love how but, one of her captions is "20 titty." Uh. <laughs> this is killing me. Oh, and she's in the movie, t- or she's in the show too. I think all of the girls are in the show. Mm-hmm. So she ends up going to all the way from Far Rockaway to. I think like lower Manhattan. I'm not really good with my my New York geography, so don't quote me. I do not know where, where this is in Manhattan. Um, but she it's a long it's I think she has to take like two trains over there. It's a pretty long uh ride. So she's you know, she's she's trying to be committed. And she gets there and a couple of the girls are nice. A couple of the girls are a little standoffish. Um so there is, uh, there's Kurt, who is like super tomboy, lesbian girl, white girl, who I think the first thing that Camille Hart hears to say is like, oh, yo, dude, that, that girl fingered me over there behind the, <laughs> behind the ball. You, Kurt, wow, like, she is hilarious. She is too much. She is like, oh, she's like, Girl, her fingers at me, <laughs> and then Janae is a really cute girl, like with a uh, nice cute afro. She's pretty friendly. Um, Ruby is um, my homegirl with the titties out. <laughs> She's our filmmaker. She doesn't really talk, and she doesn't like to be really touched, which is you know, girl. In these times, I don't blame you. And then there's also a girl named Indigo, who at the first, at the beginning, I thought she was going to be kind of like the mean girl, but she's actually pretty chill. Like once they all become like more friendly and she's got like bleach blonde eyebrows. Um, And I think most of the girls in this group, aside from Kurt and Camille are black, Mm -hmm. um, which you don't see very often. Because how many times do you ever hear about black girls skateboarding? Uh, never. Literally never. And I like the fact that this movie exists because people can actually, I mean, I'm more of the person of being like, well, I don't really care what color, who anybody's doing. If I want to do it, I want to do it. 
<laughs> which is why he ended up doing roller derby. Because if somebody, if I had been the other way and I had gone to practice, we'd be like, oh, hell no. Because it's all white people. Like, it's all white women. Um, and a few, like, uh, like Latinx girls and, and that kind of thing. But, like, for the most part, like, <laughs> it's mostly white people. But for this, it's like, you know, there are black girls who like to skate or black girls who are into the culture. Um, but that's not a, like a mainstream thing. So most people are like, oh, that's only for white people, which I would like that to. One day I will, I will be like an old woman with gray hair and some other like, I could do that. Gives a fuck. <laughs> it's for white people in Lil Wayne. <laughs> See? See, Britney's Britney's the Britney is the 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 problem. No, I really don't give a fuck. Like I grew up watching <laughs> like MTV and shit, so whatever, dude. Yeah, but yeah, but you just like you you know like a lot of people are like oh I don't do that shit. That's for white people. Some things are. I will say some things are, but don't limit yourself. I feel like that discourages a lot of people who would like to try things who think that they can't do it. And they're going to sit around and wait forever and ever and ever and ever and ever and ever and ever for somebody to be like, fuck it. No. Sometimes you break the barriers. Some some barriers don't need to be broken, like butt chugging. You don't want to be the first well, Negro to butt I mean, chug. That's like, but that's, that's not something <laughs> that people just grow up dreaming to do. <laughs> but if you you're know, someone who's young and wants to pick up a guitar or especially guitar like playing rock music and shit like that because like that's that's definitely that belongs to us yes that was definitely something invented by black people (laughs) it definitely was uh your favorite uh musician's favorite musician is a black person (laughs) let me just tell you that right now and uh especially if you out here singing imagine child but anyway um, I, yeah, I just think that stuff like this is important, even though I'm not always a person who needs to see someone that looks like me to do something that I want to fucking do. But for the people who definitely are like, well, I'm not going to try that until I see somebody black doing it. Like this cast is a, like mostly people of color. I would say Kurt might be one of the few few white people in this movie yeah so it's definitely and then like all the all this uh even all the boy skaters most of them are not uh white either i think there's maybe like a couple that i can think of but most of them are brown or black mm-hmm. so um that's just something i you know i can i i want people to you know expand their horizons and to go out for the things that they want to do and for me, like, this movie kind of, like, like you mentioned earlier, is repre- um, representative. Like, this looks like New York. Like, I don't yeah, like so films that are set in New York and don't look like New York. Unless your movie is set, like, in the, what, like, the Upper East Side or whatever. What's that part of New York where it's, like, all rich people, like, over there near, like, like the, the Met and like the upper part of Central Park. <laughs> like, I don't understand how you can show New York without showing so many brown people and so many black people and so many Asians and no other be like nothing. You gotta else. you gotta be holding the fucking filter tight. <laughs> like... 
Like nothing else. Like nothing else. Like, not even like in background characters. Like, <laughs> I mean, that's not to say that you could live in a big city and not be really segregated. I mean, hello, Chicago. But at the same time, like, I feel like it's impossible <laughs> to go day by day with like no interactions. If you're like a regular ass, like, you know, not super rich person, I would feel like that'd be, especially now, like Gen Z is, is more of, of where there's a, a lack of social boundaries between groups a lot of the times not all the time but i mean we've definitely come from a, a an era where only certain people listen to certain types of music and dress a certain type of way and now everybody kind of dresses all kinds of ways for better or for worse or listen to the same kinds of music for better or for worse <laughs> Um, so it's not as sort of as segregated, like both like physically and culturally and that kind of stuff. Um, I mean, it looks like fucking New York. (laughs) It looks like fucking New York, which is how it should. Uh, so they're hanging out. Um, I love how, like they actually encourage Camille to be like, Hey, let's see what you can do. And she's a little nervous. But, you know, she goes and it doesn't really matter if she falls. She doesn't hurt herself again because, like, they all fall. That's, like, if you're going to skateboard, if you're going to play roller derby, like, you're going to bust your ass. That's a given. Like, there's no, if you don't bust your ass, you're not trying hard enough, honestly. Which I would always have to tell, like, the new girls. I always felt so bad for them because I was, somehow I got talked into being a trainer for a while. And I have to run practices on Saturdays. And I'd have to be like, hey, so I'm going to tell you one thing. <laughs> one thing only, you're going to fucking fall. <laughs> like, I don't know what else to tell you, bro. You're going to fall. You might hurt yourself. You might not. Most of the time you won't. But um, that's what the pads are there for. Because at least in derby, like, you skate with pads. Because it's low-key like football. So we'd have to have pads. But even them, they're not really, I mean, you still get hurt, but like falling is a part of the sport and nobody like ribs her on it, which is good. You know what? All of this derby talk is making me want to bring up all of the uh, skates I have bookmarked on my phone. Do you have like derby skates or you got like the brownie skates, the ones at the skater rink? Like I have like a mix of skates, like pretty skates. Like if you have urban outfitter skates. If no, like I have skates, like I designer skates. Because if you do, I would tell you right now, if anybody wants to play roller derby, them skates will not do what you want them to do. <laughs> they will not. Oh, I remember. I remember I broke my truck. So I my first skates were a pair of really shitty skates I had like ordered from like a like a JCPenney catalog like forever ago. Like just to go to the skating rink and shit. They're like 30 bucks. And they had, like, plastic trucks. Like, they were really, really basic. And I broke one of them. (laughs) And so I had to get new ones, which derby skates are actually really expensive. (laughs) They're really expensive, which is why I haven't thrown mine out, even though I haven't been on a set of skates in, like, three years. They're, like, they're dumb expensive. Like, they're so expensive. I'm just, like, thinking about it. (laughs) I was, like, I really did that. Ah! Uh, I just looked at how much derby skates cost. I was looking at they're probably way more now. Pretty like five hundred dollars, six hundred dollars. Like oh yeah, no, it can get really bad. It's usually the 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 plate that you're on. The plate lets you do the moves in derby that you need to do. So like if you need to 
do a tight turn or a very like quick like um what we call like a suicide stop um that's probably not the appropriate name (laughs) for them but um any sort of like hockey stops or anything because you need a skate that will like bend with you if you have like a regular basic like skating rink skate it won't do the things you want to because I had to borrow a pair of those skates when my skates broke and I didn't have uh I didn't order skates at the time I hadn't ordered them yet but I still wanted to go to practice and I, I was like oh I can I can just skate around these skates girl no ma'am they're not the ones but wheels are expensive it's an ex- it can be an expensive hobby depending on how how much you get into it because some people were like you can get custom skates like custom colors and shit and people are doing all that spending all this goddamn money and I had one pair of skates <laughs> After I broke that first pair, I had one pair of skates, and I was like, oh, we we riding these till the wheels fall off, literally. Because even wheels can be, actually be really expensive. And you have to buy them in, I think, packs of four. So. Hmm. It's a rewarding hobby, but it is also expensive. Hmm. I'm going to check on my bone health. <laughs> Get that osteoporosis at bay. <laughs> And maybe, maybe we'll see. We'll see when I'm really strong next in in fall, and I'm gonna be on the derby, and I'm gonna have a really cool name. The girls need trainer, not trainers. The girls need coaches. If you into that, some of the girls need coaches. You don't have to be on skates necessarily. You gotta be organized though. And I will say that mm-hmm. shit takes up a ton. <laughs> that shit takes up a ton of time, bruh. Okay, so let me make a note. Gotta learn how to skate. And then we'll move from Did there. Did I dash your derby hopes and dreams? What be it organized? Yes. No, no, no. I mean, well, definitely you have to be organized because I was like team captain for like a season. It was like probably my biggest mistake because it like accelerated me into quitting because I was team captain. I was on the travel team and I was uh, and I had to skate with like my team. It was just a lot of shit. I was also like doing stuff at work, going fucking through it. And uh, you're seriously for some like at least my team. It was like hurting fucking cats, like fucking 15 cats. And I was like fucking if I ever have to be in charge of anything, it won't be this. <laughs> so if you're good at managing other people's shit, then it's a great mm. time. But and if you're if your team is actually like grown up enough to, to also manage their own shit on top of it. But yeah, it it's an interesting it's an interesting hobby. At the very least, you know, if anybody wants to play derby, you should go out and play derby. Just know that you will bust your ass at least several hundred times. So, um, but getting back to the movie, um, like she's hanging out with them and like they're smoking weed and on a basketball court, although she doesn't smoke weed, they're smoking weed out of a, a banana bong, which I thought mm. was funny. There's a lot of, but I never figured out the banana thing. There's bananas everywhere. Maybe it's just a thing. I don't know. Cause it's like, in their logo. Like psych like and pineapples. Right. I mean, yeah, maybe. Um, I'd have to double check that because it's it's in their logo, and I think Kurt's wearing a shirt that has bananas on it. There's bananas when they go to Janae's house, 
So, I mean, she's having fun, but she kind of has to cut it short. I did like one one part when the, they were walking down the street with their boards and one guy was like, hey, can you do an ollie? And she was like, and Kurt was like, no, I just had this board as like my accessory. <laughs> like, I just, I'm just carrying this board for fun. He's like, and then I have this skate bag and it's like my purse or whatever. <laughs> Which has also happened to me one time at work. I was wearing a derby jacket. We, had, we got like Letterman jackets because we like, uh, oh, to celebrate us beating the shit out of everybody. Because <laughs> we won our league's like championship game or whatever. And some guy was like, are you wearing that derby jacket? Because you like, because you want to, because you actually play. Mm. And I was like, no, I play. (laughs) I do play. Mm. The way men will say things to you. But that's, it brings up a good point. Like Nita said, I watched like, she had like a TEDx like teen thing. And she said, like, you never, like, guys don't ever get sort of, I guess, interrogated about, oh, you're carrying a board, so can you skate? Like, you would never say, you would just assume he could skate, because how else is he carrying a board? And you should do the same thing for girls if they're carrying a board. And of course you had the people who were like, oh, you can't do that unless you actually skate. I know the guys who are <laughs> from like with Thrasher, the, you know, they're very big on like, don't wear that shirt unless you fucking skate. <laughs> Which on the one hand I can get because you have the people, you have like culture vultures and people who kind of are just like, I'm just going to wear this shit and kind of just try to be like on the in crowd or whatever. Then I'll see, I mean, also, the way they gatekeep is trash. Yeah. Because a lot of times, like, girls don't get the recognition that they should, you know. And I think a lot of that, you know, you can't wear that fucking shirt is usually for girls. Like, they don't. If a guy wears a shirt that's like a thrasher shirt or a band shirt or whatever, you probably would just automatically assume that he listens to the band that he's wearing the shirt. Like a <sighs> the double standard. Eh, same goes for pretty much anything related to everything like if you wear certain comic related shirts or Ugh. wear a movie shirt or i mean that's why kind of like why we've started this is because like yeah we we're interrogating women over their movie choices and things they didn't like and did like in movies and and i didn't like that shit <laughs> after seeing it for like months on end yeah so, Very valid point. I forgot. Right. How did I, I mean, forget? Because you forget. Yeah. <laughs> but it happens all the time. It happens all the time. Um, so at least, I mean, there's, there's, I love all the scenes from skateboarding. They're so fucking hard. I was like sitting there, I was like, this shit is hard. <laughs> I know this shit is hard. Um, and at one point, uh, Camille has to go home and she like sends her mom the same picture of her at the library or something so her mom will get off her case mm. and everybody's like uh what cause they have all got like cool parents like you meet Janae's dad Lawrence definitely, you, said, you said he was fine I did not say he was fine I said his name was Lawrence oh <laughs> Listen, there's been a lot of questions and and shit happening today about who's fine. (laughs) And did I say anything? Oh, I was about to say, did I say anything wild today? 
And I feel like, no, I was not chaotic today. I was good today. I love how you're emphasizing today. (laughs) 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 Emphasize today. Yes. Emphasize today. Uh, Yeah, no, like she's got a cool dad. Um, His name is Lawrence. Um, They're all in there about to start smoking weed and shit. And he comes in. He's like, what y'all want to eat? And like, y'all want lasagna, which Camille is vegan. Uh, We find out because her mother makes her a birthday cake because she didn't tell anybody it was her birthday. Um, I think she turned 18, didn't really have a party or anything. And her mother made her a cake without eggs in it. And um, like they're about to fucking start smoking weed. And he's just like, okay, I'm going to get y'all lasagna. Bye. And like, (laughs) they're like, damn, your dad's cool. Like, he's so fucking chill. (laughs) (laughs) And this starts off like a really interesting conversation. Where, I don't forget what, how they got on the subject, but, like, we find out that Camille thinks the tampons will kill her. I don't know how that conversation started either. I don't know. They just started, you know how people are like, oh, I just started my period. And, you know, like, oh, yeah, I just started my period. Ooh, I just got off mine. And she was like, I don't know why they're talking about tampons. You know, I mean, it's just typical kind of, like, random girl conversation. And especially p- girls who like spend a lot of time together, it will, it will usually turn to that. Um, and everybody's like, girl, what? Like, you can just kind of tell that like Camille, like Camille was her mother, but she's still not very feminine in the ways of like under- understanding her body and the fact that she got credit carded, which she tells them about. And I think that also plays into the reason why she went to go live with her mother yeah, she mentions it later um, because her parents had split up and uh, she went to go live with her dad. Her dad was like, like she's a daddy's girl basically and she was, you know, into sports and things. But then like puberty happened and and um, she basically started to feel like she should live with her mother and her dad was really hurt by that. So we never see her dad in the movie like he's mentioned, but we never see him. So I don't know if he that they even have a good relationship anymore. Because, yeah, he felt like he she just abandoned him. Yeah, but I was like, she was 11. Yeah, it's not really abandoning. anybody. <laughs> She's like a junior high. Like if, you, if you don't chill out and <laughs> be an adult. And but again, men. <laughs> Isn't that just the way? Like, also, like, you haven't talked to your, like, daughter really for real in, like, seven years, sir. Right. Like, what's wrong with you? I'd much rather have Janae's dad who makes her. Oh, you know what? I know how the discussion started because they were talking about, oh, he's such a cool dad. And, like, I think Kurt or somebody asked, like, oh, does he go and get, like, get you tampons and stuff like that? And she's like, yeah, he does. Janae's like, yeah, he does. Like, he doesn't even care. Like, I'll call him and be like, oh, I want some, I need some tampons. And he's like, okay. Because, you know, some people, some dads are. Yeah. (laughs) I'm, like, shaking my head over here. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, some dads are. Yeah. Just like, oh, no, I don't want to do that. I don't want to go and get tampon. You want me to be in the tampon out? Like, yes, go, go, go in the tampon out. Shit, give me some fucking tampon. Most people are going to assume it's not for you. So, like, chill the fuck out. Um, also, there's this scene where uh, 
they're talking about their vaginas. <laughs> and Jay and Janae is like, I just think like, oh, they're talking about going to the gynecologist too. She's like, I just think it's going to be kind of weird. Like, I think they're going to think my, like, it looks weird. And then she shows Kurt her vagina because Kurt is a lesbian. She's like, your vagina's valid. <laughs> Which her version of she's like, you're, you've got a pretty vagina. She's like, it's perfect. <laughs> but it's all very like, I feel like it's very realistic conversation that's not kind of like, like they're not talking about boys or anything. Like they're talking about themselves, which is very interesting and kind of different, you know, and what people, what their sexual cuisine is. I think they do eventually like, okay, what's your type? But it's not like their whole conversation is about boys. Yeah. It's like kind of like a, like a non-factor. Um, so eventually she gets in trouble. Camille misses her train all the way back to Long Island. Um, and her mom takes her board. And I really like the scene, too, because they go to the skate park. Like She meet, she goes all the way back to skate park and meets up with them. And she's like, I don't have a board. Uh, my mom took my board. And they start asking around. And one guy is like, don't fucking touch my board. Which I was like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> and then... Another guy, um, I guess his name is Charlie. He's like, oh, yeah, I got a board. You can use it, which is not like it's not it doesn't have anything like on it, like none of the trucks and wheels and none of, like the I don't know what this part is called. When it's like the the gritty part where your feet rest on it. It doesn't have any of that stuff. So they got to put it together. But they all have the gritty. Part. <laughs> it's your feet. It is. It is like you've touched it. You've touched a you've touched a skateboard before, haven't you? Yeah, I know exactly what you took. <laughs> What is that part called? It's not sandpaper. Like, what is that? What is that texture? Uh, let me Google gritty. See, part. you're talking shit. You don't even know either. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> what is that the, called? Wait. It's the skateboard deck is the top part. That's not, but I thought the whole thing was the deck. Like the, yeah, like that's the, the whole the top deck. part, but right? About, no, I think the deck is the girl. Look at us. Look at us. We're we're skaters. I'm a derby skater. I, uh, you can't see me doing what I'm doing right now. I'm glad this is not a video podcast. Like the deck is the <laughs> the deck is the board. Yeah, that's the deck. But I'm not talking about the deck. I'm talking about the part where your feet rest. That's kind of like the grip the, the tape. Part where the she, grip tape. The tape. Yes, the tape. Listen, she was trying to talk shit, and here she's like, "Oh, let me go and giggle." <laughs> she's so. You, y'all know she I'm has, raggedy, so at, at a certain point. Not, <laughs> at a certain point, y'all know. She ain't shit. So <laughs> it's grip tape. That's what it's called. So there yes. you go. But basically, it's the part where your feet rest on. Um, yeah, it's like completely like a bare like board. Like it doesn't have anything. So they help her put it together so she can skate again. Like they don't leave her hanging, um, which is nice. She ends up staying with Janae instead of going home. Janae buys her veggie burgers. She's like, so we can all have like the same thing, you know, like because oh. <laughs> Camille doesn't really want to be like, oh, I don't eat meat. Understandable. Um, Brittany eats Taco Bell, so like. But 
when I eat Taco Bell, I order off the vegetarian menu. You know, a meat chunk has ended up in that food. (laughs) I thoroughly inspect it. (laughs) You think I'm playing, but I am not. You think I'm playing, but I'm not. I don't think you're playing, which makes it funnier. (laughs) (laughs) You think I'm I'm not playing? A little bit of a little bit of uh, meat oil just kind of dripped over in those beans a little bit. That's a risk you take anytime you eat anywhere. I'm just saying, if you're gonna eat Taco Bell, if you're gonna eat something, like one day when we can all travel freely again, <laughs> we're gonna take you to like somewhere else. We're gonna take I... you to a, a, a taco restaurant of 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 standards. <laughs> I go to good places, but I was trying to taste freedom and I wanted that to taste like a crunch, a black bean crunch wrap supreme. That's oh, okay. <laughs> I didn't know Taco Bell made that's, freedom. That's Call what up I the Patriots. It to taste like. I wanted my Call freedom it. to taste like a crunch wrap supreme. And would I do it again? Absolutely. I want my freedom to taste like a Whataburger. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> I miss Whataburger. <laughs> um, where are we? Oh, so this is when we talk about... Because um, I think... Okay, so... Camille's mama finds her. Like, comes to the skate park. Camille has a, a big old, like, argument with her. Like, a fuck you, mom. Argument. Girl... Um, and her mama slaps the shit out of her. Girl. Which I first, I didn't really understand why it kind of escalated to that point, but I guess, you know, sometimes Camille strikes me as the person who'd like, because she's very chill, very quiet, very kind of unsure of herself. But that don't mean that you don't get angry and don't have resentments over years and years. Yeah. So eventually those resentments, which is kind of like the shit like in Benelay Becca, like, if she had sat there and really had, like, not gone out for the stuff she wanted to do, she would have resented her family. It would have ended up, it would have ended terribly in one way or another. And this one just kind of came a little bit earlier. <laughs> and she just kind of blew up at her mama. Because her mama yeah. was worried about her. Like, her, she don't, I mean, her mom was always asking where she is and where she been and what she doing. And, like, I mean, the girl's 18, like. <laughs> and I guess presumably she's either... She's either in high school still, or she's about to, be, or has graduated. I don't know. One of the two. And so, I don't know. I mean, on the one hand, I was like, God damn, girl, you didn't have to do all that. But then at the same time, your mama found, like, came all the way to Lower Manhattan to find you. Yeah. You could at least say, Mama, this is what I'm doing. But then at the same time, your mama did ban you from skateboarding. But it's like, it's skateboarding. But. You don't need to be slapping folks. You don't need to be slapping young adults in the face in public. Ooh, she's you don't need to be putting your hands on young adults, period. But it was it a lot going on in that morning. It was a lot yeah. happening. It was a lot. And uh, I think Camille basically decides to like live at Janae's house permanently, which Janae is fine with. And of course, her dad's fine with it, too. Um, 
And this is when we get the conversation of her talking to Janae about, um, like, she never wanted to live with her mom ever. Like, she didn't even want to come visit her during Christmas time, like, when they got divorced and stuff. And she's like, punch herself in the chest so she wouldn't grow boobs. And I was like, oh, girl. I mean, I never went that far, but I feel you. <laughs> I Aww. feel you. Because uh, that was... Ugh. Puberty was terrible. Let me just say that. It was some shit. Yeah, I mean... Yeah. It was just some garbage. Like, like what? Like, for what? <laughs> why did... <laughs> the whole time, why did it have to happen to me? It happens to everybody, but like... Me specifically. <laughs> why did it have to happen to me? Um, and she, yeah, she said she basically felt like she needed a mom. And when she moved out, like, basically her and her dad were never the same. But also she doesn't, clearly doesn't get along with her mother at all. Um, for various reasons. Which I think is a common theme in all of these movies. Because we haven't really talked about Whippet that much. Like, I haven't seen Whippet in years. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, goodness. So, I mean, Whippet's kind of the same, I guess, for like a refresher for Brittany and for the rest of us. So, it's basically about a girl named Bliss living out in a very small town, Texas. I don't think Bodine, I don't think Bodine's a real place. I've never heard of it. But she lives out, you know. Very small town. She's not really interested in any... Like, she's kind of more of, like, an... I guess, a quote-unquote alternative girl. Is this... That's what the... That's what her classmates kind of call her. And I forgot. This is, like, based off a book, which I had never read. Um, It's called Derby Girl. Um, it was written in 2007 by Shauna Cross. Um, and so, yeah. She basically, one day on a trip to Austin, she discovers roller derby and... Decides to try out for the team, and her mama is like, "Hell no!" Um, and I don't think, actually, I don't think she's even like, "Hell no." She's kind of just like, you, "It's more passive aggressive, I guess, than like actively like no more skating," because Bliss is constantly doing these beauty pageants and stuff like that. But then she's also doing games, and then of course, stuff starts to coincide, <laughs> and you know, there's like you know a pageant. During her, like, game, and then there's, you know, she's getting to shit with other skaters, like Juliette Lewis, who has been skating for a long time and feels threatened because there's a new girl who's getting a lot of shine and attention, and she's been skating for, um, I guess, like, five years, and she's, like, in her mid-30s. Because a lot of people, there's actually a lot of older skaters out there. There's a lot of older skaters on my team and, like, in my league in general, and... This is one of those instances where Juliette Lewis is like, I was like 31 when I figured out something that I was actually good at. And she was like, I'm not going to have this little girl come in and steal my shine. Um, But there's a lot of stuff about like, like good old fashioned Southern girl femininity versus playing on this team, which is a lot of girls are very feminine, even if they play derby, which you wouldn't. I mean, that's a lot of the. I guess for women in sports in general, it's um, there's like a stereotype that if you play sports that you're not very feminine at all, which is not true. So just a crash course. I don't know where Whippet is on. I don't think Whippet's streaming anywhere. 
No, you have to rent it. Boo. Drew Barrymore, yeah. step in. Yes, Drew, please. Save, save the brokies. Yeah, I mean, I own the Release movies, it. <laughs> save. <laughs> For all the people in isolation, save them, please. Contribute. Thank you, Drew. <laughs> I don't know if that's like a you know it's like a studio thing I think too, who will let their movies be streamed and for how much and all that. There comes a point where the skate kitchen girls kind of get into it with this other group of guys um, that also come to the skate park. I don't think they have a name, um, but like Jaden Smith is one of the members. <laughs> And they're like your typical kind of like douchebag boys. One of them takes Kurt's board and she's basically like, what the fuck, man? Like she's about to run up. And eventually I think she's like chase him down at one point because he gets on her board and like if somebody breaks your board, like that's that's like that's expensive. Mm hmm. So he's like, you can't just be having people on your board. And also that's kind of like disrespectful just be taking people's shit in the first place. Um, because when they got there, it was like nobody there and they were skating around and all of a sudden like all these guys show up and get in their way and like, oh, when you get on the rink and there's nobody there, it's just such a great time because you get to do whatever you want to. You don't have to worry about falling over somebody or tripping over somebody or running into somebody. And, um, so Jaden Smith's character actually were, I think his name is Devin. Yes, Devin. He works at a small grocery store that Camille works at, which I thought was funny because <laughs> this girl was talking about people get really crazy about coupons, okay? Like, like crazy. <laughs> I'm thinking about everybody in these grocery stores <laughs> right now, cutting up and fighting people over toilet paper. Oh, my God. Watching this was very interesting because I was just like, there's too many people out there. <laughs> Everybody touching their face. Just stop. Yeah, touching each other's faces. And now it's like, wow, we live in a different time. A different time. Although I have to stop myself from touching my face, I touch my face a lot. Also, I wear glasses, so and they're usually not on my nose the way they should be. And I always have to stop myself and be like, stop touching your face. I mean, I touch my face often, but I also wash my hands constantly. I wash my hands, but also, like, if I keep washing my hands like this, I'm going to have, like, an eczema relapse. <laughs> the eczema is going to come for me. I can feel it already. <laughs> oh, we here, baby. My wrists are fucked up. <laughs> I feel very, very, very gross. Uh... So, yeah, it was kind of interesting watching this. I was like, oh, no. There's too many of y'all. Break up. Holy cool, Lord. Watching movies. And, oh, my God. It's a different. Oh, my God. Can you believe it's a different time? It is a different time. It's only been like two weeks. Barely. I know. It's a different time. Barely. Everything is completely different. I mean, not for everybody, but like for some the people who pay attention, yes. <laughs> so <laughs> I wonder what it's like to be like, I wonder what, what 
the world is going to be like once like they start having live events and shit again and like oh like concerts i love fucking going to a concert but oh <laughs> just the idea and then you get like another wave oh yeah yeah that's gonna happen to you oh god okay let no me doomsday talk let me down that back we gonna Ooh. get through it. We just might have to move out of the ghetto, at, aka the United States, <laughs> to do it. Cause, girl, uh, no one will have us now. I know. I was sitting there. This is so off track, off topic. I was literally I was like, "Mom," I was like, "If I ever like wanted to move out of the country, which I have also like toyed with for a long time, um, just like thinking like career wise and shit like that." I was like, "I wonder what it'd be like to like live like somewhere else because." Every time I look up designers that I admire, they're always from, like, fucking some other country. <laughs> and so I was like, damn, that'd be nice. But then I was like, shit, now everybody's going to be like, oh, look, the tables have turned. You're the refugees now. <laughs> and I was like, oh, they're not going to take us. They're not going to take us. Yeah, they they don't want us. And they should not. <laughs> I mean, I don't blame y'all. I do not blame y'all. Y'all got a handle on shit for the most part. We don't. Mm-hmm. So I said, I, I know what it's like not to live in a first world country anymore. And I'm like, was it ever, girl? <laughs> Aside from the military's budget, I mean, just because you have a lot of money to spend, don't mean you spend it in the right place. And <laughs> that is for sure. So, no more doomsday talk. Back to the the the, the matter at hand. Um, Camille gets hurt. Not sorry, not Camille gets hurt. Janae gets hurt. Yeah, she like sprains her ankle. It's pretty bad. It was like when they were over there, um, like you know, messing around on the stairs of some building or whatever, and because uh, she wasn't getting it at first, and then she's she tries it one more time. She ends up fucking up her 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 ankle, and um, after this, like, uh. Camille starts getting really close with Devin because he, I guess, has like a, I don't know if he films or like takes, like, is he a photographer? Like, what does he do? Is he a photographer? Yes, he like films and takes pictures of his crew doing stunts and stuff. Okay, so he's kind of like the ruby of his group because he's yes. like his, his group is kind of a hot mess. They're all kind of dicks and, you know, really shitty. And he's not really overtly trash like the rest of him. No, dude. He's just, like, vibing with, like, the universe. You know how it is. You know? I love Jaden. Sometimes you just got to dress up like Batman and attend a very, very, very exclusive wedding and kind of ruin all the pictures. And it's kind of cool, honestly. I love the pictures, you know. honestly. I love his little Batman outfit. Listen. You know how it let, is. Let him be weird. I have no gets. problem with... I personally, personally, in my heart, in my heart, in my heart, I love <laughs> Jaden and Willow. Yeah. I love their parents. I love that whole family as a unit. I think they're going to grow up to be, they're going to be, I think they're going to be, gonna be they're good people. Like, yeah. I feel like Willow and Jaden 
both are grounded on Pluto, but both grounded people with good hearts. <laughs> grounded people with And hearts. Trey. Okay. Trey, we don't know much about him. He would never hear about but him. But Trey is included too. I feel like they're grounded people for being uber rich. Um, yeah. Sometimes but, though, sometimes we'll be getting on, on Instagram. I'll be like, uh, calm that down. Don't be all in that. We all have to stay 24 hours in a day. Get off the internet. <laughs> like we Not. all don't have Fresh Prince <laughs> syndication, syndication money. money. <laughs> we do not have Bad Boys money. We do not have Independence Day money. But we all making a way out of no way, some of us. But but keep giving us those vibes. Like, I feel like they are kind-hearted people. Like, I feel like they're good people, and I feel like their parents did a really good job of raising them. Yeah. like In the circumstances point, that they were raised in, because look who their parents are. They've been rich forever. They've never had known struggle it wasn't like their parents were poor and then became rich and they kind of saw both sides like they've always been really really privileged young children but you don't see them hanging out of like bentley's half naked <laughs> not that that's like terrible but like you sometimes you see like sometimes you just like did you ever talk to your kids before you let them out the house <laughs> even if they make like horrible mistakes like sometimes you're just like I can tell you didn't tell your kids nothing before they left Mm -hmm. you you just feel like they were raised right like yeah they seem like they have some kind of like guidance yeah they seem like really really sweet kids and stuff and of course like Willow and her mama um just how close they are it's really nice to see because I know a lot of people will shit on them two kids but then be afraid of their mamas (laughs) Mm-hmm. But now all that does come with a but. And my but is I I don't know how I feel about Jaden as an act quote unquote actor. I feel like I've literally that is, only seen this movie. I've never seen I have little really cousins. A lot of, he hasn't really been in a lot of movies like older. I've seen the Karate Kid. That my was when he was like 10. Cousins love, I don't know why my cousins loved Jaden Smith when they were younger. So I was like, okay, we're watching Karate Kid. So y'all be quiet. He was adorable. But he was also like, he was tiny. How old was he in that movie? I don't, a baby. He was like a literal baby. Like we've basically seen him grow up. We've seen them both kind of grow up. We did. But like sometimes actors... Oh, yeah, he's been acting for a long time. Actors, sometimes when you act, sometimes we ain't, everybody ain't a Robert Downey Jr. He is yeah. also, I mean, he's only like 21. I know, but. <laughs> he seems to be more interested in music anyway. You know. Than acting. And that just might be because, I mean. Not everybody an O'Shea Jackson Jr., you know, you know. He, oh, Shay's only been in like a few movies, <laughs> but he was good in them. And O'Shea Jackson Jr. is also good in the few movies that he been. Oh, you know I forgot that Jaden is in Neo Yokio. That fucking crazy ass show. So sometimes things ain't really passed down. 
And just because daddy rap don't mean baby got to rap. But that's okay. I Bless mean, your that's heart. How you see, that's how you see... Uh, I mean, that's, that's what he's grown up with. Like, if you see your dad's a rapper, like, what would tell you, like, you couldn't be a rapper or you see your dad making all this money? Especially when dad's like, hey, I got this kid that can play... <laughs> my son look it is my son <laughs> he's got plenty of opportunities for that I don't fault him for that I mean he's also like young he could basically at this point do whatever he wants and I think he gets to do whatever he wants um as a very young privileged young man and I mean if he's not good at acting he could try something else it's not like he's doing it because he has to make a check <laughs> I understand that he's having fun so, I mean, I didn't hate him in this movie. I did not, but also I didn't feel, I didn't feel like he inhabited the role of Devin. I want you to get out of my face <laughs> digitally. He didn't, he didn't inhabit the role of Devin, trash, <laughs> trash dude, trash enlightened dude. Well Who would enough. be a better, I mean, this would require us knowing um what's that accent. what's that dude that be on grownish that play that's, luca that that motherfucker no, he that's 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 this that's who he has to be who is luca are you talking about diggy simmons? you're not talking about diggy simmons. no is that diggy i don't know what's this diggy simmons is on there he is oh yeah okay yeah luca. i was watching it with my mom i've only watched the one episode it's like a halloween episode and um, Luca Sabat. Yeah, I don't know who the hell this is. Luca, like looks- that kind of vibe. That kind of vibe. You know, I could definitely see there him talking about some philosophical shit. There you go. Boom. Boom. Oh, you know what? He was in the Dead Don't Die. He was in there very, very briefly. Mm-hmm. I got to that point and I was like, okay, girl, we're done. I told you not to watch that and you kept watching it. <laughs> you you did. I was trying to. I try to shield Brittany from, like, the trash, and she'd be like, let me have a piece. I was like, you know what? Ashley did tell me this movie was bad, but you know what? Sometimes you just got to experience things for yourself. Front row. But I saw for free with Davlin. Shout out to Davlin, as usual. Um, Yeah, no, Diggy might. No, I mean, Diggy would not be a good skateboarder. I don't feel like. No. Whoever this Luca person makes sense. But, I mean, I don't know who any of these people are. I'm also, like, I feel like I'm a little too old to be knowing who some of these people are. Uh, but, I mean, Jaden skateboards and shit, like, it. I don't feel like he's too, he's too out of it. He said that he, I don't know how he got, like, the script or whatever, but he said he wanted to play. He just liked it, and he said, I want to do it. Because, I mean, he just sounds like, it just probably sounds like him and his friends. Yeah. Um... Although I'm sure this kid has never had a job before because he works <laughs> he works in the grocery store with Camille. Uh, so maybe that's some acting right there. <laughs> Stacking boxes. Uh, <laughs> I mean, hey, I don't know. You want me to be working class? <laughs> <laughs> Let me get some inspiration from my dad. <laughs> Let me ask him what it was like. <laughs> In Philadelphia, forever ago. Over 40 years ago? Let's see. <laughs> I, Will Smith ain't that damn old now. He like fucking 60. He's like 50. 50. No, he's not 60. 
He's 51. Don't okay. do him like that. So over 30 years ago. Yeah, over 50 years ago. Bitch, what the hell? <laughs> <laughs> in the segregated... In the segregated 60s? <laughs> it's like... Oh, God. <laughs> okay, I do not want the Smiths to come beat my ass. So... No, no, we please. love them. No, <laughs> we do. So, uh... So, yeah. So, basically, Camille and Devin have this thing uh her friends don't really like any of the of that the boy crew um and she doesn't realize that Janae and Devin had a thing at one point actually like over several years it was like an on and off kind of thing and like Janae was just like never over him which sucks because they have to see each other because they are both interested in skating so they're going to see each other at the skate park all um, the time. Yeah. I mean, even if it is New York, like, you hang out where you hang out. Like, you should, like who wants the fucking wants to go in a completely different neighborhood, a completely different part of Manhattan or Brooklyn or wherever to go skate? Like, you go skate where you skate. And so, um, Camille kind of, like, absorbs this information, but she doesn't really be hearing this information. Because <laughs> at one point, she asked, I, oh, I cannot remember. She asked Indigo. She's like, uh, she said, like, oh, how do you know that you like somebody? And I was like, oh, this is kind of like Bender Lake Beckham. And she was like, oh, how do you know that you like the trash boy you should like? <laughs> and Indigo's like, I mean, I just like, I mean, really, she said, she's like, I like the way it gives me head. <laughs> like, I love, I love New York girls. <laughs> and, uh. Camille is like asking all these questions. She's like, damn girl, why are you asking all these questions? <laughs> and she's like, you like somebody, don't you? But who? And she's like, no, I don't like anybody. And I'm like, oh, Camille. And basically, Indigo figures it out. Like, is you two, like, what y'all got going on? And she's like, you need to tell Janae. Because unfortunately, Camille has been ditching Janae for Devin to like go and hang out and skate with them and stuff. Mm-hmm. And like take pictures, and um, and eventually Janae gets better, and they she finds out, and it's just a whole ass mess. Mm-hmm. Um, because like there's like a I mean, like there's a girl code in place, and I feel like you can like, ser- like you can navigate that a certain way. Maybe, depending on who you're talking to, the maturity of the people you're talking to, um, where you don't have to be like, hey, like, I kind of like this person, like, I don't want to step on any toes, and they might feel away, but at least you said something, but, like, Camille's kind of, like, she does it all wrong, because I think Janae finds out because she's on Devin's Instagram, mm-hmm. like, skating or something, and she's like, the fuck, Cause, you know, she's been laying up hurt and shit. Yeah, and all all of this is brand new for Camille, period, because she never really had friends. She never really had a group of girlfriends. She never had a boy that she was interested in. She never really had any of this because she was by herself the whole time. This kind of reminds me of of Mean Girls. Yeah. Just like the way we're talking about it. Because, I mean, again, again, 
every group has like their rules. Usually all girl groups have their rules of like don't like don't be the next girl after this girl has dated this guy or whatever. But Camille don't know that. Mm-mm. Although subconsciously I feel like she does because she doesn't say anything. No, she she knows. But she don't know how to say it without it being like a fuck like a fucking mess and then she just like doesn't say anything. <laughs> Which is I feel bad. But also too, like, we didn't mention this scene before, like when they're all they go to this like this house party that's like above like a deli, and somehow there's like a skate ramp in like on the premises. <laughs> I don't know how. So some people are skating inside and then um like, she has this moment. I think Camille, like, this is the first time she's, she smokes weed with everybody. And, like, I think it hits her a little different. <laughs> and um, she notices, like, all her friends are, like, starting to, like, talk to people. Like, Kurt got her a little somebody. Kurt always got a little somebody. And then, uh, like, the other girls of the crew are either, like, twerking on some dude or, like, they're making out. And at one point, like, she almost gets, like, pulled into, like, a threesome. Did you see that part? Yes. Like, the girl, it's like the two girls are making out next to her, and then, like, one of them, like, puts her hand in, like, Camille's leg, and she's like, uh, no. (laughs) It's too much for me. And I was like, oh, poor baby. She's in over her head. Yeah, it's just, like, a lot. Like, you know how many times everybody, like, pairs off and just like, damn it. And I think this is when she first starts, like, talking to Devin and stuff. So she's already been kind of, like, pulling away from them a little bit for a while. But then, like, all of this comes to a head. And, and like, they basically are like, now, fuck you. <laughs> I feel bad because, once again, Kurt is about to run up on her. Yes. <laughs> I feel like Kurt does not give a fuck. She seems really chill, like, on Instagram and stuff. She seems like a really chill person in general. But at the same time, I just get the feeling that she'll fight you. She probably will. At least, at the very least, like, cuss you out. I concur. But definitely, she'll beat your ass. So, like, <laughs> I just love her. I think she's just so great. <laughs> her character kills me. Um, and she's super 90s in her clothes. I also like the fact that she's very, like, she's obviously kind of like, like, a very, like, I guess, like, a, I don't want to say butch lesbian, but, like, she... She's definitely, like, a tomboy. She wears, like, her backwards hats and, like... But she has really long hair. Really long, like, blonde hair. And she always wears pink. Hmm. Which I was, I like that about her. Because I think in her, like, TED Talk, she always... She mentioned, like, people always have these things about... um, You know, boys can only wear blue and girls can only wear pink and blah, blah, blah. And then... um. And then she said when she had first showed up to like to skate for the first time, she had brought a um, she had brought a pink board. Her dad had bought her a pink board and all the guys looked at her board and were like, well, that sucks. <laughs> like that board is shit. So she had already gotten it. It's like one of those things, again, like those traditional markers of femininity get fucked up. But I was like, I hate when I hate the whole thing of like girls who they feel like they can't like to reject femininity. You reject the color pink. Like the color pink is great. I went through that phase where I rejected the color pink. Cause to me, 
that was like girly girl stuff and I didn't like girly girl stuff because I like baseball yeah, and stuff like that. So I didn't like the color pink, but I liked purple and blue because those colors were super cool. But pink <laughs> was just too, like, it was too feminine. It was too girly. I didn't like everything associated with pink when I was younger. Right. And now it's just like, it's not a color. Well, <laughs> for reasons, it's a color that I wear occasionally. <laughs> But I love. It. I often I mean, I also go with green sometimes more than pink. But it is different now, right? Than it was when I was younger. I love pink. I don't wear it enough only because I don't really find things that that are the right pink. Although I do have a faux fur pink coat and a big old. Uh, I don't know what that fabric is. It's like sherpa or something like that faux sherpa shit perfect color pink um i think everything i like all my accessories and shit if it comes in pink i'm getting it in pink (laughs) but i had the thing too i was like super into purple and shit like that and then i like i think one day i was just like oh i don't like this no more (laughs) and i forgot what like my next color was but you know like l woods and legally blonde i fully lean into my signature color at every possible point Oh, well, that's me in purple. Like, most of my belongings are purple. <laughs> like, all of most of my accessories are purple. Yeah. Like, I'm wearing a purple shirt right now. But, <laughs> like, I love purple. I'm usually wearing black. I think that's, like, an accident. But most of my clothes have come down to <laughs> from gray to black. Um, so... I think at this point, uh, like Camille's hanging out with the guys and it's like a complete 180 from hanging out with the girls because the guys are just so, I don't want to say aggressive. They're not aggressive, but it's like, you know, it's just like, so like, <laughs> like listening to the conversations and stuff, because at one point, like one guy's talking about fucking some girl and, like, Camille's kind of just, like, standing there, like, okay, like, I guess I gotta hear all this shit, don't I? Mm-hmm. And then, like, when she ends up staying with, like, Devin and his friends, and their house is a fucking trash heap. <laughs> it looks like a bunch of guys live there, because a bunch of guys are usually there. And there's, like, graffiti on the walls, and, like, like uh, like uh cigarettes in the ashtray, and it's just, like, shit everywhere. And they're watching porn, and <laughs> just being all loud. Like, she can't even sleep. Like, she's trying to sleep on a couch and, like, a back couch, and they're on, like, a front couch watching porn. Loud as hell. (laughs) I was like, oh, no. I was like, is this the the cost of trying to be one of the boys? I mean, she's not really trying to be one of the boys. She's kind of, like, in a weird spot where she don't have nowhere to stay. Um, But I was like, is this, like... I mean, this is what awaits y'all <laughs> when you're just like, I don't have any female friends. Ooh. Like, if this is the case, ugh, no. <laughs> I would much rather be with all the girls showing their vaginas. <laughs> and Kurt and her rat. Did you hear it? Did you see her rat? <laughs> She's got a yes. rat. I think Nina actually, I'm looking at her Instagram. She has like 
she's definitely like a rat mom, apparently. And uh, I love how she named him Tony Alva, which is like a really famous like uh, pioneer in skateboarding, which I think he passed away a few years ago. No, he's still alive. Who am I thinking of? Some There's a skateboarder that passed away not too recently, and I cannot remember who it was, but I was like, that's so cute. Oh, it was, I think it was Jay Adams. Yeah. Um, if you've ever watched, like, um, Lords of Dogtown, which they talk about, like, the Z-Boys and uh, all, a bunch of those, like, pioneering skateboarders in the 70s, um, I don't remember if, if Peggy Oki is, Aoki is in that movie. I feel like she is, but they talk about like a bunch of like sort of the pioneering skateboarders of like Southern California in the seventies. But I, I thought that was like a cute little callback mm. um, to that because I was like, her her rat is really named Tony Alva, girl. <laughs> like, like you don't want to hold Tony Alva. <laughs> she cracks me up, man. Um, so yeah, I don't. Oh, this is the point. I was like, Camille, baby love. <laughs> <laughs> if you watch 98 Fiance, which I highly suggest you all do in these isolated times, they got like two hour episodes. You can pass a whole day away and not even watch a whole season of the show. Then when- after you watch those two hour episodes, you can watch the Pillow Talk episodes. You could literally be great. stuck on your couch watching TLC for, like, the entirety of the quarantine, honestly. They got that 90-day content for you, if literally. You down, go on Hulu, just start from the beginning. I cursed Ashley with this. It's such a fucking train wreck of a show, but, like, when I tell you, like, some parts are not interesting, and I'm just like, oh, y'all, let me breeze over that shit, but some parts, man, and the pillow talk makes it better because, like, the people who have been on the show get to, like, watch and see how other people are doing on, in their relationships, so they kind of navigate the same journey that they did, and, (laughs) oh, I did like seeing, um... Did you see Issa and Kamel on there? Yes, yes, I did. Baby I girl, thought that Issa. was so cute. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> since their movie, I guess this isn't planned. Since this is probably done way before the movie got um, moved to Netflix, uh, which I don't know when that drops. The Lovebirds. Um, uh, the I... third. Oh, April. Okay, so I mean, I was yes. Really, I don't know if that was really on my radar, but I know. A few people were excited to see it, and it's going to be on Netflix. But they had them as, like, a couple on the show because they sit on a bed and watch <laughs> watch the show um, and give their commentary. And I was like, oh, come on, marketing. That sucks that they did not get to, like, parlay that into, like, the movie. Yeah. It's, it's going to be on Netflix, though, in a couple weeks. Oof. Film industry is hurting right now. Um... So yeah, uh, back to the movie, Camille, <laughs> Camille and Devin. Camille, I think she finally tries to like make her move. Uh, she start playing T-shirt by Destiny's Child, and <laughs> get some ideas. I guess. I wish she really listened to T-shirt. 
<laughs> she, wasn't. she put on this man's clothes. <laughs> so what would she do? She was like in his Get in this bed. man. She was like, she'd get on this man. Bad. Basically, they're down there probably watching porn again. And she's like, I can't deal with this shit no more. And so she goes up to Devin's room. And he's not there. I don't know where he is. But he comes in and he's like, is he drunk or is he high? Yes, he's drunk because he's like, hey, I'm going off that hitty. I hate the, I hate. <laughs> I'm tired. <laughs> I'm so tired. Yeah. <laughs> oh, <laughs> basically. That's what he said. That's exactly what he said. That's how he said it. Did they, did they really, did he really, Henny? He said, yeah. Yeah, he said Henny. I had my captions on. What, what young child, black or not, like, who be getting Henny out of, like, can you afford Henny? With a grocery store budget? I don't know. When I was his age, I was drinking, like, Mountain Dew tequila, so. Which explains everything else again. <laughs> I was drinking MD2020, so, like child even now I go to liquor store and be like oh no <laughs> these prices <laughs> give me something bottom shelf please oh yeah even like the um old timey four locos that'll let you <laughs> uh, I think I was getting too many bad hangovers to even attempt trying four loco so that wave missed me um, this might be why Brittany can't remember shit right now <laughs> when he was gone off the four locos. Uh, or ooh, or when you pour like vodka, gin. No, Brittany, we're else. not doing this. I'm cutting all this out. So Okay. Anyway. No, we're not doing this. We're not gonna have it. No. Do not follow her isolation <laughs> tips. Well, you put like Seagrams and a little little Tito's and something else into some grape juice anyway this is just what they'll sell you at 19 illegally i don't know about all that <laughs> and you just drink it it's fine that. That sounds- you just put it in a welch's grape juice bottle and you drink it well um i guess uh devin has access to quality liquor <laughs> <laughs> And he's like kind of drunk. I guess Camille takes his time to be like, well, I guess it's the only time he'll ever pay attention to me. I'm in his bed. So whoops. And like they start making out and stuff. I was like, oh, please don't make me watch like a Jaden Smith like sex scene. I might. You know, when you've been watching someone <laughs> for a while <laughs> who is also younger than you and you're just kind of like, oh, I don't know if I want to watch all this now. It's like mm. you like my little cousin. <laughs> i feel like if it's like an older actor that you've been watching for like his career for a while or whatever but they're older than you and they've been older than you then like i'm like okay whatever but like if i've been watching you and you're like a little like a literal baby and i was like 12 (laughs) and then like it just i'm like i don't know about all that now that's too much for me but it doesn't go that far because he says the one thing you never want to hear 
ever ever is you're like a little sister to me <laughs> girl girl she's like wait what and he's like yeah like I think of you like my my sister and she was like uh, face crack and um she gets her stuff and she goes that's so like rat I mean like not that he had to like her or anything that's just makes your heart hurt when like I'm sure because she's been skating and stuff and all that like I'm not I'm sure that's like coming to like any crushes she might have had or any anybody because maybe they thought like she was too like masculine or because she played sports or whatever that she was kind of just like one of those like oh like super like maybe butch girls or whatever and then here to hear somebody who does the same thing that you do and like seemingly admires you for it and he still says like you're still like like undesirable <laughs> like oh shit he does he did say she's attractive but he also says you're like a sister which is like oh. it just seems kind of like one of those like oh it's not me and she or like it's not it's not you it's me he's like nah that's gonna be a nah dog I felt bad for her, even though it was, like, the wrong person. But I was like, it's like, you know, she's young and stuff. Like, she don't know. So it's, like, one of those mistakes that you're going to make eventually. So we might as well do it now. Um, And, like, Yeah, because she has kind of fractured her relationship with her mother a little bit for Skate Mm -hmm. Kitchen. Mm-hmm. She has fractured her relationship with Skate Kitchen for Devin. Mm-hmm. And now what does she have? And then he hits her with the Randy Jackson. That's a no for me, dog. And so now where does she have to go? She goes back home to her mom. I mean, where else is she going to go? Yeah. I'll, I'll be interested to in see if she actually went to her dad's house, but we never meet him. Mm-hmm. I was like, ooh, child, you know what? Mm, that rejection oh i know that feel it hurts but Ooh. i mean you know she young she might she might i mean she would get over it and also his friends are raggedy hey i forgot we never even mentioned like his, one of his friends like drugged one of her friends oh yeah at the skate park like they were yeah. smoking weed i don't know what he put in that shit but she was leaning the fuck over mm-hmm and she was like, your friends are assholes sometimes. And I was like, they're more than assholes, girl. Yeah. Because um, they had also talked about in the beginning, um, like maybe like on a train ride earlier in the movie about like being assaulted. Like they had all kind of had one of those experiences and stuff. Like you're not even safe even in a... A space that should be pretty safe for you, even like with your, with your, with your, when you're with a bunch of your friends kind of doing the same thing, like you could still be like from guys that you would think that would be cool because y'all all kind of do the same thing and, and hang out and stuff. It sucks, but she does go back home with her mother. She actually speaks Spanish with her mother. Um, 
And her mother's like, why don't you just tell him you're sorry? She's like, it's complicated. And it's like, all you got to do is say, yo, I'm sorry. Take the first leap. Be the bigger person. I mean, I don't always believe in that, but like sometimes, you know. Yeah. If we would fix things, you recognize you're in the wrong. Because she was in the wrong for some stuff. Yeah. Like ditching her friends and shit like that. Like, that's not cool, girl. Um, And she also tries to teach her mother how to skate, which I thought was cute. Her mother was on that board longer than I was when I tried. But it's worth that her mom, like, was willing to do that. Yeah. Yeah, it's not like they have damaged their relationship beyond repair. I think it's one of those things that's just like, you know, her mama don't want her to get hurt and shit like that. Her mom is, I think her mom is a nurse because she was in, like, nurse scrubs. Like, I think it might be, I mean, also her mother is probably, I don't know, is her mother is an immigrant. But I would feel like this is another, another sort of thing that would kind of tie back to Bandit like Beckham. If you're like a first generation kid living somewhere, which I would actually, now that I think about it, she might be because the way her mama was calling her and be like, where you at? <laughs> Come home at a decent hour. Why are you out in the streets? I was like, maybe she was, like, first generation. And if that's the case, then that was a whole little layer of stuff. They didn't really, mm. like, get into that necessarily like they did into Bennett like Beckham. But um, that would explain a lot of her relationship with her mother. But I guess the final scene is, um, well, she does, she ends up, like, apologizing to them over Instagram. Everything's over Instagram. Um which I was like, yeah, I ain't got a phone number. But I was like, you know what? These teens don't call people. <laughs> so what am I talking about? They don't call people. And she's basically like, I'm sorry about how things went down. And um, we don't see them like make up, but we do see them like skating down like a busy street at sunset, like a big old group of them. It is so cool. It is so cute. And I love it. A whole crew. Um... Skating down, down whatever busy block and, and it's very nice to see. I like how they, uh, I like how this is all filmed and, you know, there's no like words. It's just like music and stuff. And they're just a big old crew. Like if I was like a, like a teenager who had seen this movie, like this would have been like everything to me. Cause like, I always wanted like a, a crew of girls who were kind of into the same things as me. Um, I don't know. And like, I never really had that necessarily. Like I had a big group of friends, but like not anybody who was like really specifically into like art and design and stuff. And like now movies and things like that. Like that was never a thing that was like, I had friends who had lots of different interests from me, (laughs) which is why I think I mentioned this like in our Mean Girls episode. I was like, I do not know how I made friends with anybody (laughs) and stayed friends with anybody because all of our interests would be so different. Like my best friend, she was into like basketball and she was in all that. And I was kind of like, what? what? <laughs> like he was kind of, I was like, now I think back, I'm like, we didn't really have like a lot of civic COVID, like me and a lot of my friends. But this is sort of like the thing I think a lot of, of girls would love to have is like a group of people. Um, 
definitely that will call you on your shit. But like when they like when they got your back, they got your back. And it was just a really nice way to close the movie. Mm-hmm. So I think it's obvious that like we would recommend this movie. I definitely recommend it. Mm-hmm. I would recommend it as well because it's a vibe. It's a vibe, guys. It's a vibe. Stop. Um, I felt like it's a well-acted movie, um, but for me, it's not about the plot per se. It's about putting talented people on display. Like, you get to see talented skateboarders do their thing, and that's mm-hmm. what I liked most about the film overall um, because they're yeah. real people doing things that they do on a daily basis um Mm -hmm. and it's kind of a slice of life movie to me and i really enjoyed it yeah it's a really um like Brittany says it's the vibe (laughs) it's not necessarily about like what happens when and and you know how things happen but it is kind of like you know you're seeing this girl kind of trying to figure herself out over summer um while also really becoming super into the thing that she loves. And and it is nice to see, like, young girl skateboarders, especially, like, young black girls skating and, and, um, and kind of being, like, a crew together. Like, that's really, I think that's really rare. I've personally never seen no black girls, like, shown skateboarding ever. So more of that, please. I know they're out there. And if you skate, like, link us to your videos. I'll watch them, shit. I'll totally watch them. If you play roller derby, definitely tell me. Um, Let's reminisce. And (laughs) talk about the good old days of hitting people. That was my favorite part. (laughs) So, I feel like... For this episode, I think we should recommend a sports movie because it's no fucking sports. I mean, <laughs> I mean, I will there say that I sports. Listen, I don't know what to tell y'all that about there being <laughs> no more sports. Like that personally does not really affect me. Although now I feel like a lot of people are paying more attention to shit, which is like irritating. <laughs> <laughs> now that there's no basketball, no March Madness going on, um, suddenly everybody's clued in. And like I said, it irritated me. But I guess that was the wake-up call that everybody needed that the sports are canceled. I watched Minding the Gap, um, which I thought was going to be like a basic. That's like it's another. Um, it's a Hulu documentary. I think it was nominated for like best documentary at some at one of the uh maybe the 2019 academy awards i think it came out the same year as this one it came out in 2018 and um and i thought it was gonna be like a very basic sort of like skateboarding documentary because it's like three guys who live in like rockford illinois and they're trying to like better them circumstance better their circumstances but they also either uh have been abused or have abused people and and they're all kind of it's just like a lot like it's it's kind of like a 
uh, coming of age kind of thing. Um, because it follows through, guys, the director who is Asian, I think his name is Bing Lu, and then um, there's one black guy, and then there's a white guy, um, and sort of, I think he shot a bunch of footage over of them over like 10 years or so. So a lot of people, for some reason, are comparing it to boyhood. I don't really think that's the point of it, but um, yeah, there's like a lot, like, I thought it was going to be about skateboarding, but it's really about them trying to all get their shit together in various ways and like, a, like, um, kind of approaching trauma head on and shit. And I was like, Ooh, I was, I was not expecting all of this. <laughs> I've had it in my queue for like over a year and I finally watched it and I was like, Oh shit. <laughs> mm. It's not like a light, it's not a light, um, watch. But I did try to, like, I was trying to watch other skateboarding movies. I was going to watch mid-90s. I'm still on the fence about watching it um, because I feel like it's going to be, like, the the boy part of Skate Kitchen, but, like, worse. <laughs> so I don't, I don't know about watching that quite yet. Um, but, I mean, I don't really have many sports movies I like or want to see. Mm-hmm. I mean... You know, we can throw it back and watch Remember the Titans. <laughs> we could throw it all the way back and watch fucking Space Jam. <laughs> oh. Nothing. If we want... Okay, bro. If you recommend Space Jam... I have not watched a movie in a very long time. That reminds me of, movie. like, this picture of myself from, like, fourth grade in a Space Jam jersey. <laughs> it's really adorable. I my grandma take me to that movie and she was like, that shit was horrible. <laughs> She didn't say that shit, but she <laughs> she was the type to say it. I mean, there's all kinds of there's all kinds of like older movies about the sports. My I, my recommendation because I've mentioned it multiple times since we talked about sports is okay. how much I love baseball. Oh, like I, of their own. you know it. You absolutely know it. I My recommendation is A League of Their Own um, because it's a movie that I watched a lot when I was younger. Um, it has Madonna in it, but that's not the reason I watched it. I watched it because it had Tom Hanks in it. And when I first watched it, I was going through a Tom Hanks period, which I feel like everybody has gone through. It has no one has really left. Um, I um, Okay. <laughs> You did well. I actually, I never. Ha- I'm weird. I don't. I don't have the same same shared experience. <laughs> like every time we be like, yeah, everybody has like a Tom Hanks period where you watch like Turner and Hooch and Splash and I've Big. Never seen any and like that. Ashley's like can't relate. I'm like okay, because <laughs> like I, the extent of my Tom Hanks knowledge is Catch Me If You Can and like Toy Story and then. Have you Forrest ever Gump, seen obviously. that thing you do? I don't think I've ever seen that thing <gasps> oh you do. Oh, my. Oh, girl. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> the tables got, have turned. <laughs> you have to put that thing you do on your list. But Okay. I've had Liga- Castaway on my list for like literally like 10 years and I've never watched hey. it. I know it's going to be long. Hey, I saw it in theaters, but yeah, that's something yeah. that's yeah. It's just not something... I don't know. Being stranded is not something I I like to think about, so I don't watch movies that involve that. Um, but A League of Their Own is just like a movie that 
is about women playing baseball. When I was a little kid, I was like, wow, you could do that. I love that movie. And now, like, on days where I'm having, like, a really rough day dealing with, like, my migraines and chronic pain, sometimes I have to remind myself that there's no crying in baseball. Mm -hmm. Um, So, like, it's a film that's very important to me. And I need to revisit it. And it's just, like, a really good sports movie. It's also, like, a really good um, Tom Hanks performance. And you got my girl Gina Davis in there. And I believe it was directed by... I'm going to double check before I say something wrong. <laughs> uh, I was going to say... Man, let me let me, let me find it. You wait, got... You got... I want to say something <laughs> wrong. Wait, wait, wait. Wait, can I spell? Uh, it was directed Penny by Penny Marshall. Yeah. Okay. So I was right. I was going to say either her or Gary, but it was Penny. So it is yeah. a movie that is directed by a woman too. Okay. Okay. I just was thinking of one and I don't remember if I have seen this movie, but I feel like I have, which is Girl Fight. Have you ever seen that movie? Um, With Michelle Rodriguez. Yeah, I feel like I've seen this, but I don't. I have not like logged this, which is becoming a problem of me forgetting if I've seen a movie if I haven't logged it. <laughs> and I believe I've seen this movie, but it's like a boxing movie. If we're gonna go for you know, girls in sports with films directed by women, um, I remember liking that movie. I don't know if it's like super. I think it's another movie that's like kind of like a the plot's not really the point kind of movie. Um, but yeah, going back to your Tom Hanks thing, I, yeah, I'm so sorry, y'all. I do not have the same memories <laughs> of, like, Tom Hanks movies. And that's why everybody was, like, crying because he got, um, coronavirus and he said there's no crying in baseball. Me? And everybody's like, I, I teared up and I was like, okay, I hope he's feeling better soon. <laughs> like, I didn't know what to do. I was literally... <laughs> literally like about to cry cry because like don't cry y'all please don't cry literally about to cry cry because like turner and hooch was a movie i watched religiously for a good portion of my childhood so i gotta bless i love that movie about that dog (laughs) and i love tom hanks and bruh, don't don't get me started on Forrest Gump. And that's a movie I quote way too often. <laughs> that I will not quote on air. So. <laughs> okay. okay. And this time I promise you, if you say something that you shouldn't, and I say I'm going to cut it, I will cut it. Because <laughs> I didn't cut the last one. I don't even know what I said. So. How oh, well, does it matter? It's probably terrible. It probably was. I mean. We were both in it, so it's fine. I also would like to nominate another movie, which is Bring It On. Yeah. Because cheerleading is a sport. It, Bring it is. Bring It On is a great movie. It's why I got permanent damage. Money is messed up. But anyway. Whose money is messed up? Yeah. Cheer is not easy. Um... Oh, you said cheering is expensive or? I mean, I know it is. I said cheer is not easy at all. Oh. <laughs> I, I was like, 
like, wait, is this just a cheer? I was like, wait, yeah. what? <laughs> My bones happen. rattle like pop rocks to this day. Um, <laughs> we're both broken women. So, <laughs> uh, so I guess to to talk about like what's gonna happen next, we really don't know what's gonna happen next. Um, not because of like Corona, we just haven't decided. Um, what galaxy brain moment we're gonna have in April? Um, but of course, us, you know us, we always have ideas about stuff. So it should be interesting. Um, of course, thank you everybody for listening. We hope you, we hope you know we provided like a little bit of some sort of levity in um, what is going to shape up to be like a ridiculous year. <laughs> um, and I mean, you can find us pretty much everywhere, Black Girl Film Club, um, on Instagram, BLK Girl Film Club on Twitter. Uh, you can find us on, um, Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, Spotify, um, and the like. Um, and what else? What else do I wanted to say? Did I have anything else? Oh, I was going to say, um, the, uh, Micromania Film Fest. That's still happening. Um, but I do believe that they're going to make actually, like, attending the festival which is going to be probably like a, a digital experience now and it's going to be free yeah um, i have like a little bit of information about that i'm not sure about of course the the um submissions and things things are changing every fucking second so um so that's one thing but i mean we're still doing that so if you're interested of course i think that's going to happen in june and we'll totally let you guys know um, the dates and stuff and it should be interesting you can see the movies that we got to watch and um, and I think there's supposed to be like director workshops and, and other things like they're they're basically trying to figure it out just like everybody else is trying to figure out literally everything <laughs> so um, but yeah um, I mean do you have any announcements Brittany? No I am sitting here really from how I'm still thinking about how different everything is. Um, but yeah, I think you covered everything. And just again, thank you guys for listening. Yeah. I mean, this is fun, right? Yeah. <laughs> no matter how chaotic. And of course, you know, if you're home for long periods of time, you need, a, you know, and you're looking for a, at least a couple hours to pass the time. Uh, we got you. <laughs> yeah, we got content for that ass. Oh, I was going to say, too, if you want to hang out with your friends, you should definitely try that Netflix party thing. We're going to try it um, tomorrow, and that should be pretty interesting, uh, and that might lead to some other fun things later on. No promises, but um, we definitely want to watch movies with more people. I want to watch movies yes. with more people. So we're yes, we're experimenting. We're doing a pilot yes. run, and then we'll see how that works yeah, out. Yeah, we're going to we're going to let Brittany get all her ridiculous picks out of the way first. <laughs> My picks were shot down. No, I mean, that's your pick, but we're going to randomize the picks. So we're going to see who actually gets the last laugh. But I wasn't even, my first pick wasn't even allowed to go in the basket. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, scared. I'm scared to know what your second pick is going to be, honestly. I got my second pick in the basket, but my first pick, you was like, no. Oh, yeah. 
okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I don't want to be depressed. Shit. <laughs> I was just gonna laugh. Don't children get thrown out of a window in that movie? Oh shit, I forgot. <laughs> no wonder. I was like, no. No, no, I forgot gosh. about that. Oh my god! Yeah, you're right. <laughs> and that plays into a theory that I have, and I cannot say on air. Um, <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh, that oh, is that streaming somewhere? Because that's another pick. Oh no! Okay, she's she's on. She's she's got bad ideas brewing. So uh, we're gonna see you guys in our next episode. Um. Look out for that and stay safe, stay inside, isolate yourselves. Wash your hands, can. wash your ass, don't if touch you your eyes, w- nose, or lips. But if you work in grocery stores, like shout out to you. If you work at a bank, shout out to you. If you are working, doing deliveries, messing around with fuck ass Amazon and all that stuff and keeping this raggedy place afloat, God bless you. Um, y'all need all the raises and fucking middle of freedom at this point <laughs> yes truly thank you guys yes yes we love you guys bye bye, bye.